0: If you're not listening to PubCast, terrorists are winning. That's what Jay Morrison. Welcome to the PubCast with Michelle Riley, Mike Cross, and Brendan O'Neill. Sit down and enjoy a pint. There's a county map to go with the wall, of hurl, us stick in a shinty bowl, the brick, the brack, the crack, and all, let's call it an Irish pub. Caffrey's hot, coquetti, a pop, the Guinness pun.
1: Yep, finally, after months and months, uh, the pubcast is back with me and Mike and Chris Ruffalo. This episode is sort of a free-form podcast uh, where we talk about all sorts of random stuff. Uh, I sort of go through my list of ideas that I keep every now and then, um, but we haven't had a podcast to do in so long that uh, they built up. and Some of these ideas are good, some of them are not so good, some of them are fresh, some of them... I don't remember what my point was in writing it down, but either way, this episode we do run through a bunch of different topics, lots of non-sequiturs, lots of just random thoughts throughout. So uh, if you're not paying attention, you may get lost because there's almost no transition from one topic to another topic. But as usual, we do end the uh, episode with another edition of the game that's sweeping the nation, the How Much Are They Worth game, and as usual well i won't spoil it but a certain person who always loses definitely lost again this time stick around for that at the end hopefully we keep this going and record once a week or as often as possible and start publishing this more often because these are fun to do and i want to do more of them so uh hopefully we'll do some more have some more laughs uh create some new segments and uh and do some fun stuff on here so without further ado the return of the pubcast
2: Look at that. Rough fucking sport in the polo. Looking a little fucked up. I like it.
3: 45 in two days. Halfway to 90. I'm,
2: uh... You're young. I'm too close to 50. And I will tell you this. I'm thinking I got about 10 years, maybe.
1: 10?
3: good.
2: Maybe 12.
3: No, you're going to get past 70, sadly.
2: Well, I'm, I'm... Hoping to, but I don't know that I've got it. I don't know if I've got that shot in my bag.
3: No way. I think I do, which is really unfortunate. Uh, well, the odds of me clearing ninety are way better than I would like them to be.
2: Well, here's the deal, uh, and I've explained this to a lot of people, and O'Neill love this. Oh, good. You know why people say, "Look at the little, the cute little old man, or the cute little old lady," because yeah. all the because all the big ones are dead.
1: <laughs> Truth. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> I ain't that big.
2: You're, what the fuck are you talking about? Oh man, he's. Uh, what are you? That's all like six four.
1: No, I'm a shade under 6'3". 6'2", Six two shame. Sh-
2: you've, you've been shrinking.
3: I can't tell you. Last time I saw a guy over six three, that's like seventy or above.
1: Oh, I, I, I see him all the don't. time because I've I've got my. Oh, eyes no, Bill on. Russell. I'm sorry. There's one. Bill Russell. Oh.
2: <laughs> but the great, great Chamberlain. Didn't make it very far. He sure didn't. That was because he was knocking back so much pussy.
1: He was laying down too often. He was He was slaying it.
2: Slaying legend.
3: What a legend. <laughs> he was a legend. God bless him.
2: Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna go, you may as well go out that way.
3: I mean he might have missed a lot of free throws, but that's about all he
2: missed. Yeah, he didn't he didn't miss anything on in that paint.
3: He <laughs> hit the hole he had to hit. Uh. <laughs> he hit them all. Oh. It's like a, it's like, like an automatic weapon.
2: <laughs> we have we had a segment on legendary uh, legendary coxmen of the world? We probably no,
3: we auto we, we need its own theme
1: song. Oh my Top god! Top five
3: coxmen all the time.
1: Top five coxmen. Wilt is would- definitely what he's number one. right? Oh no, no, well, sure, I know, but I'm
2: not on straight volume here. I'm going to say Jeter is number one in my No, opinion.
1: no, no. Different category. No. That's we need, yeah. we need, We need categories because there is a super underrated one that you would never think of that there are major stories about.
2: Danny DeVito. No. Burgess. Oh, James Woods.
1: Burgess Meredith. What? The, Burgess Meredith? I've heard all kinds of stories about he was the ladies' man and he would mow him down.
2: Paxman extraordinaire. You know who used to
3: get maximum tail? By the way, I hope this is recording. But maximum tail was Mickey Rooney.
2: Mickey mm. Rooney, pound right. Uh, Errol Flynn. I mean, these guys. Uh, in like Flynn is named is is after Errol Flynn because they said he was uh, he was hanging a big pack.
3: Well, not only that, he he, he went in every crevice that was open. He wasn't uh, too discerning. He didn't discriminate. He did not. Didn't matter if there was a twig and berries or just a little man in a boat. He was in there. He was pushing. Uh, so,
2: God. All right, so legendary coxman. But what kind of categories are we talking about, O'Neill?
1: Well, I think I think sports is a separate category. Yeah, but I cool mean, thing like
2: Jeter, Jeter, and Chamberlain are like
1: you got to go like, you know, obvious like oh yeah, of course that guy, or the underrated Burgess Meredith, uh, Mickey Rooney type. Uh, yeah, you gotta. Plus, you
3: have to rule out you have to rule out present day athletes because they just bang whores. That doesn't count. No, that doesn't.
2: <laughs> I need mean, like long. I need stability and long range. Yeah,
3: yeah. it was it was like uh, it was, they were catching people in a trap back then. Now it's just like shooting fish yeah. in a barrel. If you're James yeah. Harden, I mean, if James Harden's getting laid, then fuck. That beard's
2: a little bit too much for Mike's taste. So
3: There's
1: secrets and.
2: Have, there are some things in
1: there, rough. While, probably, while we're on like this, <laughs> while we're on this subject, rough.
2: <laughs> <laughs> O'Neal, oh, you got to be on video. Holy shit! <laughs> I don't need <laughs> to be on video. You're missing the good shit.
1: I want this thing to work, man.
2: It's working. We, we, are, I, I, already,
1: I, we already had one that went down the shitter.
2: Did you upgrade your internet already?
1: Yeah, I mean, sh- shortly after that one bad call, uh, I did it right then, and it's been good for me. We had
2: enough we had enough for after That yeah, uh,
1: it's been a long time. So Russ, did been. you hear about the Dallas Mavericks story? No. Okay. So what do we got going? Cross, you'll appreciate this too. Uh, Is it? Are we first of all? Are we recording? Always recording. As soon as, ah. we, whenever the call starts, it it records. Good. There's already some good material here oh, yeah. for the right. intro. I'm not going to miss this. All right, well, this let's stuff. get into the
2: Mavs, Dallas Mavericks story. Let's
1: hear it. Okay. Let, me, let me guess. They're all banging Tony
3: Braxton again or no? no? Oh, Different story?
1: That would be fantastic. Tony Braxton so, throwing another. rock. There's this guy uh, whose name was Chris Hyde. He was a senior executive with the team. He'd worked there for, I don't know, 15 years or 20 years or something. And uh, shortly after he started working there, he began to show his coworkers porn on his computer and pictures he's taken of, of women that he was banging in lingerie or topless or naked or whatever. And all kinds of porn on his computer all the time to the point where he would be rubbing himself below his belt line, is the report. And he it happened so often he picked up the uh, the nickname... Pants DJ. As in, he was DJing, you know, scratching and, and spinning on his own DJ. pants during, during
2: the workday. He was DJ, DJing his own garbage? Is that what you're trying to yeah. say? Yeah. Christ. Right, but, but Mark Cuban
1: didn't know about this, right? Right.
2: Oh, like seems Cuban, like a minor HR violation.
1: Yeah, Cuban's organization's a, a shit show, man.
2: Well, I mean, he's a guy who was winging it off broadcast.com. I mean, yeah. now he. He really, I mean, he's a smart businessman, but he certainly he didn't have the traditional business upbringing where he like worked his way through the ranks and then caught lightning in a bottle. He was 19 years old and he had a domain name that everybody wanted.
3: Yeah, in other words, he never got written up or he never got the brochure. We all got no, the brochure. He never exactly.
2: got indoctrinated by the HR flunkies like <laughs> like O'Neill did at at his latest venture. Name yeah. <laughs> the name.
1: They call me Pants Mm -hmm. MC instead of Pants DJ. Yeah, there you go. They call you Mayhem in the Pants.
2: Shouldn't I be Pants MC? What? Shouldn't I be Pants MC? Yeah, you should, actually. My initials? They call you Mayhem Pants. Pants B.O.
1: MC Pants TP.
2: Yeah. Good lord. Good shit. Well, I mean... There's a lot of crazy stuff. What about our, our buddy on Twitter from uh, what what team was that? I know you guys are the NBA guys. So. Oh, Colangelo,
3: Colangelo, amazing what, story.
2: What a crazy story that was. Yeah. Crazy.
3: Yeah. And he like his wife, his wife was involved. Did you hear that?
2: Was she pumping out pumping out uh, data too on Twitter, like under his
3: <laughs> account? Yeah, she was. Uh, she was controlling one of those uh, handles.
2: Mm-hmm. What is wrong with these people? Are they that dumb that they don't think they have a digital footprint? First of all,
3: yes.
1: I'm. it's amazing it? to me that people in the NBA are surprised by this. I think I think almost every team does this. In, You're in, probably in, right. In many sports, but especially the NBA. Just probably not the president of the team. No. <laughs> no.
2: Well, that, yeah, that's the difference here. Yeah, so no, what okay. uh, what topics do we have in hand? Tell me about the, Toronto,
1: Cross. What, what, what was your favorite part about your little trip there?
2: Toronto was interesting. So a uh, couple of unique points about it. Wound up at a place called Casa Loma, which is a castle on the north about you know a few miles north of downtown Toronto and the symphony was playing. We had a group of people there, so it was very interesting having me at the symphony. I mean I like the symphony, but I'm not like typically one to go. And I was extremely underdressed. So it was uh
1: <laughs> wife beater and oh, short shorts.
2: Wife beater. Come on. Do I look like Rough? I don't own. I don't own any white
3: Peter for the record.
2: You do not own one. Not even. I do for not.
3: Me?
2: No, I, sw- I sweat too much for those. A little mustard stain on it. I'm way don't... too greasy.
3: I'm way too greasy to wear a white Peter. <laughs> stain.
2: So, so very very interesting. And then night two had me on Toronto Island, which is like on the complete opposite end. So it's Toronto South Island.
1: Though. That's got to be a strip club, right?
2: Toronto Island. Yeah. It should be. It's a great name. <laughs> They should actually have a strip club on the island. Um, but Toronto, a- actually, one of the strip club capitals of uh, of the world. Yes, it is, and not quite the Montreal caliber, but pretty. You know, there's an international flavor out there. That's that's pretty unique. It's, it's a cool city. It's a very. Did you, um, did you hang with Drake? I did. We were on we were finessing down Weston Road. That's fucking <laughs> hell! Drake. <laughs> I,
3: I think whenever the world ends we will we will mark it from the day we knew who Drake was
2: that's yeah. uh, the tipping point O'Neal uh, where do you stand on the Drake Pusha um dust
1: up uh, I don't know who that second person is you said so I have no fucking idea neither do I
2: let me give you the short story because it's pretty entertaining this is one of your typical East Coast West Coast kind of rap battles,
1: except they're both where...
3: douchebags. That... Yeah, they're both suburban douchebags. <laughs> have nothing else to do.
2: Yeah, right. and I don't know where Pusha T is from, but he apparently outed Drake in his latest song. That Drake has like a bastard kid somewhere and like a second family kind of thing that he keeps completely under wraps.
1: Shocking. Well, Not anymore.
2: There's shots fired, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so shots fired. <laughs>
3: Instead of East Coast, West Coast, it's like, um... It's like, it's like Vernon like- Hills versus, uh, Ridge, <laughs> ah, ah, ah.
2: Palis Payless. versus, uh, versus Naperville.
0: Oh, God. <laughs> One of
2: the paylesses. Um, so, yeah, so I, I don't know where that battle stands right now. I haven't been keeping up enough, but I should probably, you know, check it out. I'll give you an update.
1: Don't oh, know. my God, oh, no, I love it. it. Yeah, uh, I don't... I avoid all that horseshit. I mean... You guys see me on, online. I, I barely even know who... Uh, uh, Dude, uh, you didn't know who Bat-Dad is. Who?
2: Bat-Dad. I, mean,
1: I know. I just came up, up on that just now.
2: I mean, Bat-Dad is like four years old, five Bat years old. I mean, the guy's great. I think he's hilarious.
1: As far as I'm concerned, but, the funniest thing I've ever seen. And I'm only three years late, so it's pretty good. Well,
2: all right. I, I mean, I'll give you credit where credit's due. At least <laughs> you showed up to the party. <laughs> yeah.
1: Ruff and I were kicking this one thing around, uh, I don't know, a week ago or so, and I'm sure we have more to add to it, but we want to get your thoughts on this cross for sure. Um Okay. <clears throat> forget about like the Hall of Fame for the best players. We were talking about, you know, who who are who would be in the goodest players ever Hall of Fame. Like goodest. not the best players, but the really right. good <laughs> players the underrated guy who is definitely not a Hall of Famer, but was super great for that team or that you liked so much or whatever.
2: Are, are you are you uh, are you calibrating this to one particular sport, or no. are we jumping?
1: We're jumping around.
2: I mean, I, I mean, yeah, that's a great topic. I love we were, it.
1: And one of the the like the the awesome sort of uh, shoe in ones we were talking about was Jeff Garcia.
3: Yes. Best player, guy who was always great was never called great, Jeff Garcia.
2: Yeah,
1: fantastic. Yeah, the Niners.
2: You them? know what? And uh, thinking back on him, he he really was a solid player. Like he just he was kind of caught in a bad place with that team when he was in San Francisco. It's just kind of like they weren't they weren't ready for him yet. But he you was. Remember when he went to
3: Philly? How good he was? Yeah,
2: yeah. He was he was great. Then he fucking feel- went to
3: Cleveland and won 10 games, I think. Yeah, exactly.
2: I was thinking somebody like, and, and you know, I know you're going to get rough, you're going to eye roll because it's Southside shit, but, yeah. um, but like a guy like Mark Burley. Well, know? he's
3: awesome. Mark Burley is a great, great player. I was just I looking him up the other day, and I was shocked at how few wins he has. I thought he would have over 200 wins by now.
2: Well, by now, he's done, so there's no more he can get.
3: I thought for sure he was a guy who could get to 300. Like, it was I, weird how he just fizzled out.
2: But I think... Part of the problem with him was he played on such shitty teams for for a long time, um, and then he just kind of like check, I mean I think he checked out at the end. So he's got he had 214 wins career, right? But he had a perfect game, he had a no hitter, World Series. I mean, is he a Hall of Fame shoe in? I I I kind of like at 214 wins, I don't know that I see that.
3: No, he doesn't get in, but he was a poor man's Glavin for sure.
2: Without, that's the best way to put it. So, Glavin is a guy who will be celebrated from now till the end of time. Yeah. Right? Pitching hero. And Burley, if he Burley was playing on those Atlanta Brave teams that Glavin was pitching for, he's probably at 300 wins.
3: Do you know, I looked at, I was talking to my um, brother in law, Skip, the other day. And we were talking about different players. Do you know that Kenny Rogers has more wins than Pedro Martinez? The <laughs> gambler? <laughs> the gambler. He's got 219 wins. It's in Pedro Martinez, I think people forget that he barely even started before he got to like yeah, yeah Montreal.
2: Well, oh. in, here's the deal with Pedro: he was probably ten years older than he was really listed as.
1: Well, yeah, exactly. And
2: those guys, I don't.
1: <laughs> he was pitching he was so his fifties.
3: Yeah, like Bartolo Colon is like sixty-five. <laughs>
2: yeah, but he hit that home run. That dude. Did you ever see that dude that got, got the Bartolo Colon tattoo on his arm because he hit home run? He <laughs> was his boys, and he said. If Bartolo Colon hits a home run, I'm fucking getting tattooed on my arm, and he did. Oh my Unbelievable. God. Home run. Like got the safest bet ever. Oh, God. Well, you would think. It didn't work out for that guy that night.
1: If Bartolo Colon was an inch taller, he'd be perfectly round.
3: Exactly. You're right. He, he looks like Krusty the Clown.
2: <laughs> he's, like the, Krusty. he's like the Latin American Krusty the Clown. <laughs> <laughs> What's Spanish oh, for clown? My I,
1: don't
2: know. I don't even know. I, I'm, I took French, and I didn't do did well with that. What? So uh, what topics we got tonight?
1: Well,
3: I just wanted to say I'm happy to be here.
2: I'm happy to be here too. I'm happy that it erupts like five drinks through.
1: Yeah, it started early. I love it. I love it. So I got, I, I've got a bunch of random stuff that. It's been collecting dust for a while, so I can throw some stuff out and see what sticks.
2: Let's do that. Let's have let
3: that hey, can I throw some on the pile, uh, B.O., throw just for in. later? Like, I don't want this to be a feature, but I do like the all-dough team. People that are not muscular at all, but oh, yeah. are like good athletes. The doughy athlete.
2: That would be me. I would be on the all-dough team.
1: What was the, the go-to guy? I forget. It was Chris Paul.
2: It was Chris Paul. Oh, perfect. Perfect example. And I don't even watch basketball.
1: He's got no muscle tone at all. James
3: Harden's another one. Yeah,
2: they're dad bods. They're dad bod guys.
3: They're dad bods. Yes,
2: I'm. I'm purveyor of the dad bod.
1: I'm. I might go a little uh, uh, Ben Roethlisberger in there.
2: Yeah, Roethlisberger, good choice, except for the rape thing. The rape thing. Yeah,
1: it's it's not so no. fun to talk about him because I don't. I,
2: I leave him off off all lists because of the rape thing. It's only totally the one we heard
3: about too. By the way.
2: Yeah, that was. They did a good job of shuffling that one under the deck.
1: It's only a touch of rape, though. It's not like a full rape, but just like a a little, yeah. a little side order of rape.
3: You're right. It wasn't. It wasn't all
1: Weinstein. It was.
3: You know, it was more. It was much closer to a Lewis C K than a Weinstein.
2: <laughs> I think
3: the way uh, the way that
2: probably Ruff and I look at it, that might be a little different than you, is that uh, we have daughters, and not not to discount anyone else's opinion on it, but. That shit goes down in my, with my family. Somebody's getting killed. Oh, exactly.
1: Yeah, of course. that's right. Yeah, so I'm oh. on board with that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Ben
2: Roethlisberger wouldn't be alive right now if that was my daughter.
1: When you're on your way no. in, in the car uh, full of baseball bats, you come by and pick me up.
3: We'll go.
2: Yeah. Yep. I know yep. I know. for you it would be a great moment. A little rage, <laughs> little rage exposure. you
3: would be just another day. Just rage another age.
2: The rage
1: cage with V.O. <laughs> oh uh we did we were talking about this uh last week on text or whatever um bringing up a scenario and then you tell me what percentage it would be a man or a woman doing this thing
3: that's good oh, I and the love exa- that.
1: the example that I put out there was uh writing i think it was writing a check in at the checkout counter in front of you man or woman I, yeah I think it's yeah.
2: a sixty year old plus woman yeah.
1: And yeah, and there's a hundred percent chance of that. A, by the way, a hundred percent chance. Now
2: the the swerving around the pothole, I had trouble with that one.
1: <laughs> that's a man all day. That's a man. 100 a 100%. Man, and it's it's a it's a man under thirty five, under thirty, maybe even likely dri- driving an Acura of some sort. <laughs> that, that's me. It's me.
2: <laughs> it's got to be an Acura coupe too. It can't be just. It can't be a four door. It can't be a sedan. It's got to be a coupe.
1: Yeah.
3: It's 35 to 45 is the sweet spot, by the way, on that one. Oh. So, you're,
2: so Ruff's still got two days left. In, uh, exactly. <laughs>
3: on Sunday, I'm driving through the pothole. Just bam. Hell yeah.
2: You're halfway through life. It's over.
3: I'm an, I'm a hyper alert driver. I'm like, in my opinion, I'm like oh, yeah. the best driver. I'm always aware of what's going on, and I'm so angry all the time.
2: I am not the best driver, but I'm by far one of the fastest. Oh. Okay. I, I clock myself going over 100. Three four times a week.
3: Holy hell! Week. Yeah. Wow, um, you're I've a maniac. <laughs> See, to me, I'm like a highly skilled, like stunt driver type guy. Yeah, I I I'd go in that category. I think
2: down eighty eight. When I'm driving down eighty eight, like if I'm taking Maddie to the gym or dropping her off or picking her up, whatever, um, without her in the car, I'm doing this, and I'm I really feel like I could have been a NASCAR driver, even though I fucking hate the sport.
1: You know why? It's because you're always fucking late.
2: Wait, well, hey, whoa, who's on time tonight? Hey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not only that, flying in from Toronto, driving home, getting no. gas, doing my you, shit, going you, working out, and I was still early.
1: You had, you had a full day, my man.
2: Yeah, first meeting was at eight, eight Eastern, so seven Central today.
3: You
2: yes, oh. son of a bitch! Yes.
3: Did you have Did you have the continental breakfast? I did
2: not. You know what I did, <laughs> and, rough. I need to talk to you about this because this is my my new rage, my new thing. Uh, I'm no longer going to stay at hotels when I go to cities like Toronto because I I went on Marriott.com and the cheapest hotel for two nights was 400 a night. What? 400 US a night what? in Toronto. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go look at Airbnb. So I went yeah. to Airbnb, found a nice little duplex apartment on West King Street, like a mile and a half from downtown, two miles from downtown, straight west. Perfect. Concrete walls, like real super modern. Little balcony.
3: You know, yeah, the only bad thing about those Airbnbs is there was a camera to watch you beat off. Yeah, they saw I, you.
2: What you what, I mean, what do I care? What are they going to do with me beating off? <laughs>
3: <laughs> but, but, by the way, um, Dave Chappelle says that if you go on Airbnb and you type in the name Draymond Green, it immediately logs you off. <laughs> 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 Let me tell you, those two Chappelle specials were absolute gold. Did you guys see them?
2: They were they yeah. were unreal good. unreal good. And he was, he Holy was shit. He was off the radar for way too long.
3: He was. He was storing
2: it up, though.
1: He came back strong.
2: Oh yeah, he came out hot. That was uh, that was some of the, some of his more quality work. I was very impressed.
1: What do you think his next move is? Does he just stay as a as a stand up, or does he move back into TV or what? No, he stays. He, yeah, he just I, surfaces every few
3: years. Yeah, and just blows us away and goes back underground
2: goes back into his hole. You know, I, I forget how much he got paid for those two, but it, I think it was north of $30 million. Yeah,
3: I think so, too. Did, a- did you hear the joke about him um, with the lady in the audience that was angry with him? She was a pregnant Asian lady. Did you remember that joke?
2: I don't even remember it. It's, I, no, was
3: like- long ago. She was in the audience and, and giving him a hard time because he was smoking or something. And so he asked her, you know, about herself and, and then uh, asked her husband what nationality he was. And he was Mexican. And he said, uh, I, I, I know one thing for sure. He goes that you're gonna have the hardest working baby in the world. <laughs> That's a fucking great joke. <laughs> she got so angry with him.
2: Little, little racist. I love. Well, it. he's married to an Asian lady
3: too, which makes it even better. Uh,
2: no, I think he's uh, he might be of this generation. He's probably he and Louis C.K. are probably the two best. That I think would be you're like right. My argument would be those two. Yeah from, like, let's call it 2000 on.
3: Yeah, maybe Jim Gaffigan is in the picture, but that's it. Sure.
2: Yeah, Gaffigan's definitely in the picture, and, I mean, some of the legends that have been around for even longer have still done great work in that time period, but, I mean, when you think about exploding onto the scene, Louis C.K. and and, uh, and him are, like, they stand above everybody else.
3: Yeah, I think you're right.
2: And, like, Chris Rock, what, I mean, where's What happened?
1: What happened? Like, I know, what I happened. I
2: think he's... I think he's producing more, but, like, I mean, that guy needs to come out. And, he's not and,
1: producing anything funny, so he, he needs to produce more. That's for him. sure. His special was unwatchable. We turned it off in ten minutes.
2: Yeah. Madagascar 7 coming out.
1: <laughs> he's going I mean, the he's, route of Eddie, Eddie Murphy, right, where he's going into uh, children's and, and really light comedies. Martin Lawrence,
3: yeah. Eddie Murphy,
1: yeah. Chris Rock, they all get, get unfunny.
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't think Eddie's done anything funny in twenty years.
3: Well, you know, with, with Rock, something happened where he was very unfunny, and then all of a sudden he got funny. Like he figured it out, and then he went away. Like, yeah, it's almost like um, Brady Anderson when he hit fifty home runs that one year. You're like, wow, <laughs> yeah. what the fuck did that happen?
2: We all know why he did. <laughs> yeah,
3: but you know, you know, it's not real. And the same happened with Chris Rock. He had this three-year stretch where he batted 400, and you're like, "Wow, maybe he can hit."
0: Yeah, where did this come from? Fucking
3: Rock. Like Pookie not- and Lil Penny and all that other crap he did was terrible. He was he was very unfunny on Saturday Night Live too.
2: Yeah, he was. What do you guys? Uh, where do you guys stand on Patton Oswald?
3: I like oh, him. I hate it. He's a fucking oh, really? idiot. I like him. Wow.
2: Oh, whoa, whoa. We got two opposing views. I here. like him. I like he it. Did.
3: No, no.
2: I'm, like, in the middle on him, so we got all ends of the spectrum going. Um,
3: first of all, he looks like a hedgehog. He looks like a, a hedgehog mating with a ninja turtle. That's yeah. the first thing.
2: Whoa. Wow. Yeah. The, like the, worst the second
3: thing is his wife's pulse barely stopped beating before yeah. he got engaged abroad, and he, like, was acting like he was still
1: mourning his wife. That was a little. Q. I didn't like that, of course. Yeah. That was weird. That's what I got.
3: That's all my material on Patton Oswald.
1: Yeah. He's uh, got not, two last names,
3: too, which isn't good with me. <laughs>
1: yeah. I'm not the one to defend him. So, I mean, he, he's, he's fine, but uh, he's not. I'm not going to his shows or anything, so whatever. Yeah. Right. So, I've been trying to notice uh, old guy moves that I'm starting to do. Oh, this is good. I like this. Uh, and I've only pinpointed one, but I know there are others that I just haven't thought of yet. So, this is a work in progress. But, um, and you'll see him walking around whatever department store or or <clears throat> grocery store or whatever. The old guy wearing the khakis or whatever he's wearing that don't fit well, of course. And he's wearing the ultra comfy white sneakers that are three sizes too big. So oh yeah, his are heel his heel minute, isn't in the balance? hang on his heel isn't in the back of the heel. So like his. His pants are like tucking back in inside of his shoe. Rockport City, baby.
2: Yeah. Rock Rockport's so, new belts. I feel the <laughs> feeling like
1: So I've I I wear a thirteen barely. Uh, my left foot is a thirteen. My my right's probably a twelve and a half or whatever. Uh, but for some reason, the, the shoes I have now are a fourteen. Uh, this pair of Adidas, whatever, and I feel like that guy because. They are These shoes are way too big, and I'm shuffling around the Jewel looking for my wife. <laughs>
2: See, I, I think when I get to that point, I'm just going to throw myself in front of a boss. <laughs>
3: Sorry, Andy. <laughs> I, I would say my um, my old guy moved, because I've got them too. They're, they're stacking up, by the yeah. way, they're, they're, these, they're, these type of things. They're um, one of them is everything is noisy, everything. Oh. Like, quiet rooms are too loud for me. Hmm. I think they have had that down. No, no one's even talking and it's too loud. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: Oh yeah. I like that one. It's getting, it's
2: getting old things gonna suck. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm still about the noise though. I like the noise. Oh, I can't handle
3: it. I like quiet.
1: When my Maybe kids I'm... were little guys uh playing with their toys on the hardwood floor, I would freak the fuck out and I mean it's it's
0: it's
1: Yeah, like uh, Liam had this truck with you know big uh, knobby tires but the tires were like uh, uh, plastic, hard plastic. So yeah, on the hardwood, it would just reverberate like in, in Saturday morning at 7am or whatever time we were up. Uh, and so I took that truck away uh, as he was crying and replaced it with a truck with big, soft rubber tires so he could play with it on the floor. <laughs> and I think he's hated me ever since. So You're like the
2: Christmas fucking Grinch on the <laughs> I love it. <laughs> okay. Give me that toy. I know yeah. you love it. I'm throwing it out. Here, have this other shitty toy.
1: <laughs> uh, I, 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 I want to be Bat Dad. If I was Bat Dad, it'd be funny.
2: Yeah, you're right. It'd only be like, it'd only cost, cost your boys, you know, 15 to 20K in therapy over the years <laughs> at once they're out of the house. So don't worry about it. It won't be your problem at that point. That's
1: right. It's not my problem.
2: It'll be on the time. <laughs> Throw them
1: to the wolves. Uh, all right, I've got something else. I'm just going through my list of random horse shit here. Um, okay, Th- this one has a uh, a, a sound accompaniment. This will be a, hmm. a first for the podcast, I think. Hang on a second here. Let me pull it up. Okay, let me whip this. All right. Uh, <clears throat> so you're alone in a cornfield. Because that happens happening? a lot. Well, j- just just go with me, you knucklehead. Okay. Uh, what song would you least like to hear if you were alone in a cornfield? <laughs> so, I know what Ralph's answer is. Hang can on. I give it? The, the choice, I have three to choose from, and you can add your own if you need to. But here's the first one. Right? Oh, that's... That's maddening. That's maddening. That's right. maddening. All right. There's one. Okay. Incense and peppermints. All right. The other one... This one's pretty good. Uh... Holy shit. Okay. <laughs> that one make it. is death. You're instantly dead with that one. And then the third one... I. F- which I think the third one's my winner. Uh if I can pull it up here. How do you
2: hang yourself from a corn stalk?
1: I don't know, but we'll ask Kate Spade.
2: <laughs> oh, I, heard Bourdain. I love it. Awesome.
3: What's going on with hanging hanging yourself to die? Like I don't get that. I think Robin start.
0: Like Hurdy-gurdy, man? Oh, turn that that my <laughs> find that. I, I think if, if I hear that, I'm running
1: for the hills.
2: No, no, I'm just, yeah, I'm trying to figure out a way to, to drown myself in dirt. <laughs> uh, I was going to throw Gautier, somebody that I used to know, because I know Ruff hates that song more than anything. In-
1: oh, that's a bad song, yeah. <clears throat> Fuck that song.
2: Good yeah. call. That's I, terrible.
1: God,
2: just- I'm a I have a lot of good memories around that. That's just like a hipster
1: it. douchebag was behind you. If you hear that song, right?
2: I don't even know if it's hipster. I'm not yeah, even, I don't even sure. Know
3: it is douchebag. Uh, yeah, that—that's God. I hate that fucking song. I, I would have never even remembered it until you just fucking said it. Now it's in my head. <laughs> it's gonna be pumping through your veins. And you know what pissed me off even more, Cross, is that people remade it. Like, oh, I know, people remade yeah, that piece of shit song.
0: Oh. Nuts. Ah. Uh-huh. It's
1: song time on the podcast. Oh, this is horrible! This is horrible.
0: What? Is that? Right.
1: So anyway, that's one of my stupid thoughts I have for. The...
3: Yeah, I think there was supposed to be a segment where you pitch something, and I'm supposed to say how much I hate it.
1: Oh, see, I didn't. I didn't keep notes on that one.
3: It. it was different than the. It was different than our segment, which I think we need to revisit, by the way, because I don't believe Cross was on for it. The segment of mundane things that make us absolutely batshit uh, angry.
1: Yeah, the like this the ultra pet peeves or whatever. Yeah. yeah. but but like things that are irrational.
3: They were irrational pet peeves. The when yeah. People,
1: the, 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 the people, smallest?
2: People, yeah, smallest minor infraction that drives you insane.
1: Right. When yes.
2: People, when people pr- uh, pronounce the T in often. I lose it. <laughs> I think they think they sound sophisticated by I saying like that. Often. "often."
1: That's uh, so right. I love that.
3: That he is fucking silent, people. You know what? They give the, they get the same punch in the nose as either.
1: Uh,
2: either, either. <clears throat> I'm with you. I'm with you on that.
1: We could do a whole pronunciation thing. That I mean, that's a whole other. That's like a, its own little category. Yes.
2: Hey, do you think Bobby Nash is upset that we didn't invite him
1: to the pod tonight? Uh, maybe, but fuck him.
0: <laughs> it's a three-man bad? show. Four is a crowd.
1: Yeah, that's kind of how I feel. It's like the broadcast booth.
2: Two men. I love a good three-way. <laughs> Unfortunately, there's too much meat hanging on to this one.
3: Just uncomfortable laughter to that comment. Just. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, dirty old man. Okay.
1: O'Neill, what's next? I got uh All right, I'm going to need your guys' uh, input on this one, but the concept is how old is too old to do whatever it is? So, oh, I like how, this. This how, is good. How old is too old to hit on a 22-year-old chick at a bar? Okay. I'm gonna um,
2: with, for that, I'm going to go with...
3: Thirty-eight. Oh, well, I got thirty-two.
2: Whoa, thirty-two. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, I have a ten-year ten-year rule.
2: Oh, ah. you got the ten. Okay, all right, I can respect that.
3: Especially at the twenty-two, the twenty-two age.
2: Yeah, I mean, like 22. okay, so maybe... Like forty-five and thirty might be better than twenty-two and thirty. Seconds. Exactly,
3: exactly. That's right. Okay,
2: so so there's a sliding scale based on where we're at <laughs> in the existence, right? Yeah. So,
3: Although forty-five and thirty is kind of creepy too. Like, um, yeah. If I'm
2: 90 and I'm hitting on a sixty-year-old, I'm
3: good. Right. It's all good. Exactly. So, if, uh, you game, blown. do you That's have to
1: carry of- a, like a slide rule to figure this out, or how, how does the math work on that?
3: I know
2: it, this is it's crazy.
1: not exact. It's not. It's like <laughs> grading on a
3: curve.
2: This is tricky. I don't. I don't know. If, I mean, I'm uncomfortable with this.
3: Like if she's wearing roller skates, that's out. You <laughs> can't pull that off.
2: <laughs> Wait a minute. What about, what if it's what's her name from? Uh, oh God, I was talking about her yesterday, and I can't remember her name. Heather from Heather uh, Graham. Heather Graham. Heather Graham.
1: Graham. Oh, how dare you forget her name? What, how,
2: what if she's on roller skates and I'm 20 years older than her?
1: It's all
3: good. Oh, that's within one I can get on that. that. That was one of the all-time legendary performances in film.
2: Yeah. Oh. I, yeah. That is, I, I know people will laugh at me about this, but that is one of my top five favorite films of all time. It is. It's a great film. It really is. I think people thought it was, like, some kind of kitschy kind of, like, mock <coughs> <occupancy> almost. <coughs> but the reality is, is it was a really good expose of the porn scene in the 70s, and it's very well done. I mean, and Burt Reynolds gives a, Smashing performance. All
1: right. Well, okay. Now you have to back up your claim. Name your top five then, if, if Boogie Nights is in your top five.
2: Uh, okay, so Boogie Nights is in my top five. So uh, uh, Goodwill Hunting, Casablanca are my top two. Wow. <laughs> Goodwill
3: Hunting is a great movie, by the way. Sure. Uh,
2: the English Patient is in my oh, top no. five. No. Sorry, guys. No. I'm not going to say The Notebook. Don't worry about it, Um uh,
3: You basically just did.
0: Yeah. Well, no,
2: no. each Patient has a, has a better story than The Notebook. <laughs> There's an actual story to it. Uh, you're suspect uh, already. Or... All right. Yeah. What? Are you guys going to call in my man card? <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, what else? No, so no. that's three. And then...
3: How about the horse
2: Whisperer? <laughs> oh, Jesus. <geez.
3: laughs> uh, <laughs> there. So that, oh. I would like to submit the Kristen Scott Thomas story.
1: Oh, Thomas. my God. Kristen
2: Scott Thomas. Pretty high. Come on.
1: Sure, yeah. but you can't put one of her movies in your top five.
2: Uh, exactly. Not, uh, so I've got four. Let's go next. And then I'm going to have to go with Smokey and the Bandit. What about The Godfather? <laughs> Chrissy, <laughs> that's the funniest I've, thing I've, I've ever heard. Uh, no, I am a I. Am, I love, I love those uh, The Godfather trilogy, but I will and actually I didn't like three, but I will mm. go with Goodfellas overall because uh, personal connection to the story
1: Well you can't leave that there, son
2: <laughs> Let's just say that scene at the end where they're getting buried in a shallow grave in Indiana I knew people on both sides of that on the federal side of it the federal authority side of it who found the bodies and maybe the people who are involved in the reason the bodies were there so I always felt a personal
1: connection to that you son of a bitch
2: so there's that yeah so Goodfellas would be my rounded out in my top five Mm. and you know what everyone always says not everyone but I've heard many arguments that Casino is better than Goodfellas no come on, it's not even close
3: I I don't even see like it's so ridiculous I mean Jesus Christ no. It's like saying Elise Keaton is hotter than Maggie Seaver. Give me a
1: break. <laughs>
2: oh, you geez. bastard. Right. Well, nice. and plus, uh, the break. whole the Henry Hill day when he's start making the sauce and he's driving around and he's trying to sell the silencers and you know he's delivering some coke and he's doing this and doing that and seeing his gumad and you know trying to get somebody to the airport and getting his brother carted around. That's one of my favorite scenes of all time in the movie.
1: Rough. Are Next, you going uh, to let him say "Gumad" and and let him get away with that? I'm going to because it's ridiculous. I just let it go. <laughs> Sometimes you got to let it go.
2: He's just
3: flexing right there. You got to let him flex. We're all getting old.
2: I get it. I'm flexing.
3: That that's the dad who wears the sleeveless shirt to Outback, right there.
2: Oh, ah. No, 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 oh, no. Number one, you'll never see me in an Outback. Number two, you'll never see me in a sleeveless shirt. You know that. <laughs> Come
3: on. No, I mean, like, you know, just verbally. Did, verbally, it was the sleeveless shirt in the Outback. I know you would never do that.
2: I'll accept it verbally, but I, I like you, do not own any shirts without sleeves. Do well, I do. Own I, I do.
3: I would just never wear them, like, anywhere else but, like, working
2: out or right. something. I don't even wear them to work out.
1: Beach. No. Nope. Beach. Punching out hobos on the beach.
3: Yeah, if I'm going for a walk outside and it's 90 degrees, or if I'm on the beach, I'm wearing a sleeveless uh, like a Adidas shirt. Because otherwise, I'm gonna have a weird like farmer's tan. That's the only reason.
2: That is a good point, and I do have a weird farmer's tan right now. So yeah, I'm me like... too.
3: Hmm. Right, I've got my list. I think I've got my list. Okay, let's uh, hear. It. I'm gonna uh, make are, them up as I go along. Are we doing it, the I'm top not...
1: five? <clears throat> we are. Yeah.
3: All right. Um, definitely the Godfather one for sure ranks. Um, I've got, uh, I've got Million Dollar Baby in my top five.
2: Oh, great movie. Good call. Yeah. Good call. That,
3: that was fucking killer.
2: Yeah, that's a great movie.
3: I've got The Sixth Sense in there.
2: M. Night Shyamalan's only good movie.
3: Only
1: one. Only one.
2: Um ding dong
1: Yes. It's so goddamn slow, though. I mean, I, oh, I but do, it, I do it delivers like it, the but... punch, though
3: it, it knocks you out. Yeah. Um, I've
1: got Lost in Translation in my top five. It, see that movie? That movie uh, maybe not now, but like a couple months ago, it was on heavy rotation on whatever stupid channels I was watching. I've seen it a lot lately, and the more I see it, the more I like it. I don't know what it is. It, it's really it. good. It's, it's just it, really
2: well done. It, yeah, it, it's great. It's a good story with great acting.
1: It is really
3: good acting, and it's like cool, like the city of Japan uh, of Tokyo, and like the music, the whole thing was good. Um, yeah, that was a good one. And then I'm trying to think without giving the usual, you know, BS, the usual ones. Like, there's something else I'm sure I'm missing, so I'm trying to make sure. Oh, I know, uh, just another classic to me, Reservoir Dogs. Yes, that one great, gets overlooked a lot. It does. It's still by far, to me, the best one of, of his movies.
2: When, uh, clowns to the left of me, Jokers to the right. Here, that's right. When he cuts his <laughs> ear off, it's one of my
3: favorites. Amazing scene. Yes. Hmm.
1: I'll give I you my top five. but That's my <laughs> list. I'm sure I can be talking to the <clears throat> others, but that's fine. Mine are easy. I've said them on this, this podcast before, I think, and uh, they haven't changed, I don't think, in the last ten years or eight years or whatever. And I know one of them will will one or two of them will elicit fights probably, but uh, Godfather one, yeah, of course, of course. Godfather two, this is where Ruff will get mad because I think it's better than Godfather one. No, I, I think no, that's, no, it's good movie. It's yeah. very good movie. Yeah, I like it's different. I like totally the, different story. I like splitting the story back and forth. I think that's awesome.
0: Yeah, um, I can see that. I can
1: see that. It's yeah. a good movie. Those two are in there. I throw in good cuz I mean come on it's good fellas. Yeah. Can't argue with it. So there's three my wild card the, but it's always in there somewhere and this is where the fighting starts. Uh is the Big Lebowski. I, uh, love yeah, it. I know. Yeah. I know. I, I will say that I think I just don't get it. Though. Yeah.
3: I don't think it's bad. I think it's like the Smiths to me. I, yeah.
0: I, I just didn't get it. I, I totally get, understand people are not you.
1: liking it but it's I I, I laugh so hard at that Stupid movie yeah I, I I think I gotta watch it. I think I gotta watch it again and then number five, I think I have a tie so I'll go like uh, a twofer on number five. it could be interchangeable uh, Casino Royale the James Bond one with uh, uh, Daniel Craig cause I'm a James Bond fan and that's that's my movie uh, and then Hunt the hunt for red October. Mm. I like that more than I should, and uh, that's it. Alec Baldwin and yeah. uh, Sean Connery. Yep, <clears throat> that's so a I good got movie. Six in my top Three. five, and they're pretty easy, standard ones. But uh, that's what it is. So. Well, let's expand it to the top ten. Suck on cross. Keep going. Wait
2: a minute. So where? What are my five? We had the English patient.
3: <laughs> you had, had the English patient. Wait, wait, wait.
2: You had, you me had me calls
1: Two. You had
2: uh, no, the English patient... This it can't be your Boogie top Nights, five if you can't
1: regurgitate it again.
2: I get, look, I've had a long fucking day, O'Neal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm breaking
1: my balls. I can't uh, the, the English patient, patient is Fox. in this fucking list.
2: Sorry. Guys, I like a good film. Shit.
3: Jesus. It's really a yeah. good thing we're not in person. i, I, I got to get a pen so I don't forget some of these.
2: Yeah, I, that's my problem. So I, Now I'm trying to think back. So Boogie Nights, Goodfellas, Casablanca, English... Oh, and... Uh, uh, Matt Damon
3: oh we're forgetting one too Cross we're Good forgetting problem. one it's going to make my top 10 so
2: Good, well you'll on. agree okay so let's keep going so those are my top 5
1: now I gotta fucking write these down and pay attention
2: I uh yeah. I, I I mean since I didn't have it in there I'd have to put Godfather and I while I'm with you I like Godfather too. um i for some reason i have an affinity for godfather what else god this is this is tough
1: i know when you go outside the top 5 it, it can be anything you can go in any direction well i mean there's so
2: many options uh whoa what about let the, we're, we're, we're like going heavy on the mobsters and heavy on the the drama
1: well it's my favorite kind of movie
2: well i know but i mean let's let's broaden our horizons a little bit what about what about in the comedy sector right like separate
3: the, separate category you're right separate
2: where does Blazing Saddles fit in here? But it's my top ten. I mean I gotta have that in there.
1: Alright, have it in there.
2: I mean, Mel Brooks' finest moment, I May. think. Lube it
1: up and stick it in. <laughs> it's a great movie.
2: Wait a minute, who the fuck needs lube? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, I know. Guys with huge dicks. So <laughs> uh, How
1: about the natural? Yes. No.
2: No. No field of dreams no yes
3: sorry absolutely not why I, i'm natural all day
2: you know i have watched the natural i think no no fewer than 75 times and i've never watched it straight through once
1: yeah me too exactly
2: it's one of those exactly. movies where i can't watch it and i don't know if it's a oh wait a minute what about robert redford movies oh sneakers
1: <laughs> great fuck movie. you! Get, free you're free drunk. Me. Get get. No, no. What are you talking about?
2: I'm not it's in my top ten. I'm just. am Oh, I'm sorry. To... I thought
3: you meant sleepers. Sleepers is the good one. Sleepers yeah.
2: is a great movie. Still, Actually, yeah. uh, Lorenzo Carcatera wrote that book. It's a great book. I would highly recommend it if you ever get the urge to pick up, a, you know, some paper. And read about s rape. Right. Yeah. Besides <laughs> newspaper. Um,
3: How about Schindler's List?
2: oh man, too depressing
3: great movie though
2: yeah, it is a great movie, very well done um, I don't know that I put it in my top ten, I think I saw it once that's like, uh, or here's another topic that we can get to at some point o- O'Neill, it's like, Go for it. movies that you thought were excellent or well done that you're only going to watch once in your life that would be Schindler's List for me that oh, would yeah. be on that or uh, what was the movie about uh, D-Day with Tom Hanks
3: Oh yeah, absolutely! Saving Private Ryan, Ryan one and, time,
2: one yep. one and done on that. One and done. When the guy is stabbing the guy and telling him to be quiet, when he's killing him, I'm like, I can't, I can't fucking take this because this is real. This happened.
1: What about uh, uh, like most uh, watchable or rewatchable movie? Like, uh, uh, I mean the the there's a lot. Shawshank, the number one. Shawshank. Is Shawshank, Shawshank
2: right? Shawshank's gotta be Shawshank gotta be in my top ten, by the way, and. That's totally rewatchable, but most of them are going to be comedies. I mean, think about it. Do you ever turn off Animal House when it's on?
3: Step Brothers.
2: Step Brothers. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> movies like I mean. that, yeah.
3: Fucking amazing movie. Step Brothers any, is one that gets funnier every time you watch it.
2: Any Adam Sandler movie? No. Well, maybe not any, but most.
3: I don't know. See, no. he's lost me. He no. lost me a long time ago. Right around no. Mr. Deeds. I was gone. Yeah, exactly. I I will tell
2: you, though, know, that... That guy is worth so much money, for sure. He's got to be approaching a billion because he's.
3: No, he's not. we—he was in our game and he wasn't yeah. close to it. No. But he—but he's got a lot of money. You're right.
2: He's got to be over. He's got to be close to five hundred then. He wasn't. What? How is that possible? I mean, his movies, while they're fucking sophomoric and beyond stupid, they gross like seven hundred fifty million dollars worldwide. Yeah, every I mean- single.
1: You know how and that he, works with all the how much they pay for promotion and marketing, I don't know how it seems. Yeah,
2: I know. But I mean like he's he's getting producer credit, he's getting, you know He's heavy on that train.
0: Yeah. He's
2: not like just I getting paid twenty million mean. to act in it, he's getting back on. But they all those studios all cook the bucks.
3: Yeah. <laughs> he, he's bad. Moments. He got really bad somewhere around Mr. Deeds. That was the cutoff.
2: Yeah, that might be the cut line for me too. I haven't seen. I probably haven't seen anything since. I don't watch TV anymore, and I don't watch movies. Yeah,
3: anymore. I just watch Shark Tank. I just bid on businesses in my mind. That's all I do. Don't Sports pay is.
1: attention to Cuban. Cuban's a fucking
3: idiot.
2: Why don't you go on Shark Tank as one of the sharks?
3: I would love to be on there if I had some money. I would love
2: it. <laughs> more money than Bo and I
3: put together, but still not enough to be on Shark Tank. That's right. That's true. Ugh. All right, so I got a couple more to throw on there. Um, right. I agree with Godfather too. By the way, that that should be in the top ten for sure. Um, how about Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Have you seen that? You love Great. that
1: movie. That's I, a hilarious movie. It's good. It's good. But but you have to you,
2: you have to I think part of it is you have to have an appreciation of the you know the ties to you know to to the the whole. Bringing it back to uh, to the Shakespearean level, right? In the to time. the Odyssey to Homer or, or Homer, yeah, not not Shakespeare. Homer. I, you know
3: what? I don't even know the story. I just like the hillbillyishness yeah. of Cluny in that movie.
1: Hillbillies. Hillbillies. Yeah,
3: hillbilly is, is an under underutilized uh, put down. By the That's way, what I use I was it a lot. Say,
1: too. So great. Yeah. yeah.
3: Hayseed hillbilly, they're oh, right there. No cross oh, uses hayseed, hayseed too.
1: Yeah, I use hayseed. That's a great one.
3: Um, I got a couple others. Um, Nocturnal animals. Have you guys seen that?
1: No. That
3: seen. Oh man, you got to see that.
2: How about a fish called Wanda? One Great one. movie. I can watch that movie over and over again.
3: I wanted to bang Jamie Lee Curtis so bad when I was that age. Whenever that
1: came out,
2: it was probably thirty years ago. So you were yeah, you were probably in your your teens, mid teens.
1: No, right. when she was in uh, Trading space, Trading Places. Oh, it's even better. You're yeah. right.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. The hooker scene. Who's uh, who's the Heather Graham counterpart from uh, Boogie Nights? The, the redhead. Julianne Moore?
3: Oh, yeah. Sneaky Hot. Sneaky Hot. Definitely. Sneaky Definitely. Hot. Yeah. Sounds like There's something wrong there, but idiot. sneaky hot nonetheless. Definitely. How about Revolutionary Road? Have you guys seen that?
2: Yeah. Yes. Great movie.
3: Makes you want to kill yourself.
2: Kind mm-hmm. of, yeah. Yeah, it's not. Uh, it's not a feel good.
1: All right, let's move on. <clears throat> As I choke on my own phlegm, um, so I've got one that is related to what we were just talking about, and this one can we we can come back to this in a different <coughs> podcast. But uh, I've got an over under on future Oscar wins for various actors. Oh, this will be good.
3: Hey, I gotta get a
1: beer. Keep going. Go ahead. And this is just me. These are just my guesses. Uh, this isn't like based on anything really. But uh, and we could do this for so many different actresses and actresses. But I got a few uh, over under for Holly Hunter zero point five.
2: Fuck Holly Hunter. She's like, do you are you doing this on purpose? No, Holly Hunter? It's you know Holly Hunter? Person. Holly I... Hunter and Richard Dreyfuss. Michelle knows this, and Michelle can verify this. Michelle, if you're listening, please send Bo a note. No, I hate those two. Richard Dreyfuss and Holly Hunter are two actors that I cannot even fucking look
1: at. See, this I like. <laughs> <laughs> That's so great, and That's I agree so
3: great. 100% with what you just said. I almost threw a beer bottle through the screen during Mr.
1: Holland's opus. Oh my god! Oh god!
2: Terrible Rough. movie!
1: Terrible movie! Rough. Fucking this goes brutal. with with our our uh, uh, sports one about the player that you hate uncontrollably for no apparent reason. <laughs> well, not
2: no <laughs> Richard, Richard Dreyfus is annoying as fuck.
1: Yeah, but what?
2: But you- what? I mean, but- oh, he made one good movie, Jaws.
1: See, I like the way you're thinking here. You are an irrational hatred guy for. For uh, Dreyfus, I like it. I like it. Yeah, I'll I'll uh, I'll serve up Dame Judy Dench. Oh, whatever. Why must must we
3: deal with her? Like, what the fuck? Do we care about her?
1: (laughs) Why must we deal with her?
2: (laughs) Dame Judy Dench. Why is she a fucking dame?
3: What did she do? She's in a play. Big deal. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Dame Judy. Beauty Dench getting beat up on the podcast.
1: <laughs> okay, hater, hater. Hate over under Oscars for Robert Downey Jr.
2: in the future. What's your What's your Where are you setting it?
1: Zero point five. Does he get one? I'll, or get zero? I'll take the over.
2: I'll go over on that all day. Yeah. he's good.
1: I think so too. I don't know what it'll be. It's not going to be for a fucking Avengers movie or something. But
2: oh no, but he'll do something. He's yeah, he'll pull a Chaplin. Yeah.
3: He'll pull a Chaplin out. Yeah.
2: No, yeah, he'll roll out another Chaplin.
3: Speaking of that, Chaplin should be in the top ten. That's a great totally,
2: movie. Totally underrated movie. I love that movie. Yeah.
1: Uh, okay. Uh, over under for Amy Adams, one point five. Under.
2: Hmm. I'll go. Un- I'll go under.
1: I think that's about right. I agree with that. Uh, over under for Kate Blanchett, one point five. Over just because she's playing herself,
3: you know, she's playing the yeah. that, that yeah. bullshit Kate Hepburn thing she does. But she is hot. We agree on
1: that. Yeah, and she she oh, does those movies that people pay attention to. Exactly.
2: Well, that's the thing. Here's here's the thing. You have to pick in this category when you're when you're starting to throw out names. If you're going to throw out a name of a big actor who plays in movies or you know does films that are more like money draws, those aren't going to be winners.
1: No, but I mean all the names except for Holly Hunter that i mentioned are relatively big names fuck
3: holly hunter holly hunter though can we let's hit the pause button on holly hunter cuz i'd like to talk about this let's do it how did she become famous like how in the fuck did someone say oh yeah no this this woman needs to be on film we need to write parts for her like what what happened it like was- the last time she should have gotten a part was "Raising Arizona" because she was playing her fucking self. Right. Yeah, I will give her
2: credit on "Raising Arizona," and it's one of my favorite movies.
3: <laughs> yeah, because she wasn't acting. It's like the Holly Hunter story.
2: Yeah, you're right. Holly Hunter story. The Holly Hunter story.
1: Poor <laughs> white trash starring Holly Hunter. Oh, okay, this is good.
2: <laughs> she was born in Georgia.
1: Is that Nicolas Cage's best movie ever? No. Leaving Las Vegas or whatever?
2: Leaving Las Vegas is better. but No.
1: Yeah. Honeymoon in Vegas. That's what I meant. <laughs> That's his best move. That's what I meant.
2: Flying Hills Utah chapter. The comedy. comedy. <laughs> um,
1: Fucking hell. I
2: would say that Leaving Las Vegas and raising Arizona are probably the only two stomachable... Is stomachable a word?
3: No. I'm telling you. Honeymoon in Vegas. By the way, do you remember Sarah Jessica Parker in that movie? Yeah. Horse Face. But she... Figured something out there for a minute. She she did a Chris rock.
2: It was like a hot minute, though. It really was. It was, it
1: was very brief,
2: yeah. yes. Yeah.
1: Uh, All right, next. Over, under, Ed Norton, 0.5. Over.
2: over. Great actor. Probably one of our
1: finest. I know, but I don't think he's... What's he doing? I don't see it.
2: He's I, messing up. I he's pulling up De Niro. I know. Yeah, he might... Played- Sideways, but he's he's young enough it. he can do it. But I don't know. Oh, how young is he though? He's almost fifty. No, he's yeah. Like, your
3: he's, your life would change for the worse too if uh, you weren't with Selma Hayek anymore, and you once were. Oh hell! How, how do you reconcile that in your head? No,
2: God. I yeah. I, I'm not gonna lie. That's a he's got a he's got a big movie coming up Ed Norton does Mother Motherless Brooklyn.
3: Yeah, that's a bomb. So it's nineteen
2: fifties New York. I but th- this could this could be like that's the kind of vehicle where he could get it, right, on something like that. He's not gonna get it of some kind of mainstream no brand movie. I mean, and this has got a lot of
3: heavies in it. I have a theory I have a theory on uh stardom. Ooh, here if, we go. If you become a star and then you do a Woody Allen movie, you're done.
2: Yes. You've
1: jumped hmm. the
3: sharp
2: effectively.
1: Right. You're done. What do you mean, done? Like, you're, you're, no one takes you seriously
3: again, even if it's a good movie. So even if it's a good performance and a good movie, people subconsciously say to themselves, "Ah, but you are in a Woody Allen movie, and you're done. Your career's over.
1: Alec Baldwin? No, not that.
3: Yeah, but he did something different. Like, he, he changed the course of his career. He no. found that role, kind of like Travolta. Like yeah, he, he, really he found something yeah. so it's all him Baldwin deserves all the credit for his yeah. latter year success but like Julia Roberts for instance where is she exactly where is she
2: eating corn on the cops through a picket fence
3: exactly
1: <laughs> uh, that's an old one but a good one
2: I love that one that one of my
1: favorites <laughs> I have a topic can I throw a
3: topic out throw it out How about people? It could be in anything, okay? Remind (laughs) remind me to get back to an Alex Rodriguez story in a second. Because he he falls into this category. But people in anything, genre could be on the news, could be an athlete, could be an actor, someone who is a caricature of themselves. And I'll submit Meryl Streep at an award show.
2: (laughs) That's a winner. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, look I'm at me, sure. I'm playing
3: Meryl Streep. I'm so flattered that everyone thinks that I'm good, but I'm going to say self-deprecating things because I'm Meryl Streep in an award show. <laughs> Fuck you.
2: <laughs> and it's totally, she might be the, the gold standard.
0: She might. Ooh.
2: I can't think of anyone else. I mean, could, do, we get, do we have to go back to Sally Field? You'd oh, like, you
1: really- I got one. Uh, Jack Nicholson. Exactly. Perfect
3: one. Check it out. I'm playing the cool guy. I'm a cool middle aged guy. I wear shades. Yeah. Look at me. I'm still cool. Fuck you.
2: Side, side, uh, court side seats at Lakers game. Does Leonardo DiCaprio turn into Nicholson?
1: That Nicholson he's, fades. He's close. I think he's
2: not the capability. You yeah. know, he's like total pussy hound. He's not like not going to get married. He's, he's on that path. Is he? Is that his? Is that his path? Do you guys see that?
3: I give him credit for one thing and one thing only, and that is that he doesn't push himself on us. We don't have to see his fucking ass all the time. That's true. He's he's doing God knows what. He's cheatering behind the scenes. So God bless him.
1: Jeetering. <laughs> I like that.
2: Hold on, Ruff. Ruff. You were super garbled there for a second, so I didn't hear that. What were you saying about him? It was right when you were going into that.
1: He's Oh, I, I said that he's he's doing
3: whatever he's doing behind the scenes. Like, he doesn't force himself on us.
2: No, he doesn't. He lays low, and I appreciate that. But I do too, yeah. does he come out of the woodwork as he gets older, and he can't, you know, really see the path, right? Yeah, no, he,
3: he, he, he's doing it already, Cross. He did it in uh, Django Unchained. That's what he did.
2: I will tell you, that is a fucking phenomenal movie. I hated it. Really.
3: I thought it could have been so good and instead they played that weak-ass black exploitation yep. crap. Like that that could have been a legendary character for Jamie Foxx and yep. Tarantino was busy jerking himself off.
1: Yep, I agree. I, no,
3: I
2: I like I'll tell you what the acting in it was unbelievably good.
3: It was good, but it wasn't a bad movie. It was so disappointing to me where I was like, you could have done this.
1: You could have done that. Like he oh. blew it. Especially coming off of um, *Inglorious Bastards*, which was brilliant, that just sparked an idea or a, th- a thought uh, it, it, in my top ten. I, I'm not going to do my top ten, but I think in there is a sneaky film. Um, uh, *There Will Be Blood*. I can't, what I can't not. When that movie is on, I have to watch it. I can't, I can't about, stop watching.
2: it. What about, what about *Gangs of New York*? Any movie that he is in,
3: he's, he's good. See. He's really good.
2: I mean and he's retired now and I looked at his filmography recently. Daniel Day. Daniel Day. And uh his filmography is like incredibly small. He's done like thirteen movies. Yeah. And every single one of them he is like a like beyond rock star.
3: It's because he has to take go to therapy to to come back to Earth after this.
2: Yeah. He's contrails. like the babe Ruth, he's like the babe Ruth of movies. He, he is. He's that good. And he's like a present world.
1: day uh, uh, John Cazale. <laughs> <laughs> Alfredo. He's yeah. better
2: than that.
1: He has the the all time greatest resume of, of, of movies ever. I think does. you're right. Who was he banging? Was he banging Jessica Lange or Meryl Streep?
2: I think Jessica Lange.
3: Yeah, that's pretty good. That's he was pulling it down.
1: He I mean, look the, at He was the uh, hit maker. He, so, we've done this before in the podcast, but... Um, before he died, John Cazale...
3: <laughs> he was in Dog Day Afternoon, wasn't he?
1: Yep. Uh, let's see. Uh, the Godfather, The Conversation, which is also a... a uh, uh, what's his face? The director's movie. Um yeah, uh, Godfather, the conversation, Godfather Two, Dog Day Afternoon, and Deer Hunter. It's Casale, by the way. Casale. Wow. Yeah. In my neck of the woods, it's Casale.
2: Pretty, uh, pretty, <laughs> pretty good list up. So that's here's a great the deal. list.
1: I think <clears throat> every single one got Best Picture. You might be right. Yeah.
2: So here's the here's the book on Daniel Day Lewis. He did one movie in 1971 uncredited his first big movie was 1982 Gandhi he did 20 movies between 1982
1: and 2017
2: Gandhi. 20 movies and that's 1982 to 2017 is 35 years he did 20 movies that's pretty that's pretty small a small sample right he and he did very
3: few in the last 10 years of that
2: well, yeah basically none in the la- I mean it was like he did <coughs> New York was 2002. The Ballad of Jack and Rose was 2005. I they Will Be Blood, Blood, 2007. Nine 2009, he did nine. 2012, Lincoln. And then 2017, Phantom Thread, and he's done. That's it.
3: I need to see that, by the way.
2: I know, and that was nominated for a bunch of stuff, right? Or he was mm-hmm. nominated, and it's a Paul Thomas Anderson movie, and I love Paul Thomas Anderson. He did There Will Be Blood. Uh, he
1: did Boogie, Boogie Nights, too. Boogie
2: Nights, yeah. It's a Paul so, Thomas
1: Anderson joint, please.
2: A Paul Thomas Anderson joint, <laughs> correct. Uh, Paul Thomas Anderson, one of my favorites. What was, the, uh, what was the Tom Cruise when he plays the motivational speaker movie? Magnolia. Magnolia, oh, yeah. great movie. Great movie. Those movies are like super underrated. In See, my... I,
3: I have to say, Cross, I think it was a good movie but I didn't get it.
2: No, that's the thing with a like, movie like Magnolia, people either got it or they didn't and I got it.
3: And I like frogs, it. When the frogs rained out of this, I'm like, okay, I'm out. I no, it was,
2: out. But it was, it was just biblical implications, right? Just trying to show, you know, what the reality is based on some 2,000 year old bullshit. Or four thousand year old bullshit.
1: Yeah, but I, I mean, just I admit I it. it. You didn't get it either.
2: No, no, I got it. <laughs> it doesn't sound. I got like it. it. I
3: just. Well, by the way, I have one more too that we should discuss. Have you guys seen Man on Fire with Denzel Washington?
2: Yes, great movie.
3: That's a great movie. Just really solid. It's not like top ten all the time, but it's one of those that I'll watch every time it's on.
2: All right. Thanks. Well. You got a like gang with New York, Bo, right?
1: Oh yeah, it's good.
2: Bill the Butcher. <clears throat> I
1: I read the book. The book, it's obviously way different than the book, but uh, yeah, it's good. I it's it's over hyped. It's not one of Scorsese's best, I don't think. But it's oh, no, I, I don't,
2: wouldn't say it's one of his best, but he's he is incredibly good at.
3: Yeah. Uh, Maybe too many Irish people in that movie for, yeah, me, for yeah. my
2: liking. Yeah, I mean, too much ghetto trash for rough. That's killing me. <laughs> Son of a bitch.
1: Okay, <laughs> let's get to the game that everyone's been waiting for. Oh, God. The whole reason for the podcast or the pubcast. Uh, what do you think the theme is this year or this week? Um, Family members that Giuliani banged.
2: <laughs> oh, God. There's too many. We don't uh, have that kind of time. That'll okay. Be next week.
1: True. Uh, so there's. What I'm gonna assume is a shitty movie coming out, or it may have come out already, uh, called Ocean's Eight. Oh my uh, god! No,
2: it's out. it's out, and I've it's heard maddening. It's maddening. I've, I've heard mixed reviews. I
1: I can't, I can't believe that it's any good. It, it looks like I, it, a pile it, of garbage. It's so contrived. Yeah. I mean, give me a break. Yeah. So, oh. to that end, we have five of the stars of Ocean's Eight. So, how we play the game, do you guys remember? Yes. <laughs> uh, we're going to guess what their uh, the Celebrity Net Worth is from CelebrityNetWorth.com. And what's the game called, Cross?
2: I can't even remember. It's been so long since we played, but I like the, uh, I, call I can't it, even remember. What is it? I call, you it, call it
1: How Much Are They Worth Game.
2: And I call it the Celebrity Net Worth Game. It's something like that.
3: Isn't Cross like really good at this game? Uh, I I have been run for a while.
1: It's only I think it's only by comparison because I am so bad. Okay, so
2: that, it's more of that. It's more I am, that oh, need I'm like the
1: it. Babe Ruth of being shitty at this
0: game. And now let's play the "How Much Are They Worth" game.
1: So, first one is Helena Bonham Carter. Ugh, I
2: hate her. She is bad crazy. I love her. <laughs> She's made. Wasn't she Tim Burton? Who's also bad shit crazy?
1: She was. Yeah, she was doing uh, Tim Burton. Who else? I think they were yeah, I
3: think I think she took that Edward Scissorhands movie t- to heart. Like she decided yeah. to be him.
2: She really did. She got a little disheveled after that.
3: Yeah.
1: She's been around for a while, Great. though
3: he got a lot of she's got a lot of English miles on her if you know what I mean
1: Oof. I <laughs> loved her in
2: a room with the view back in the 80s okay um
3: she looks like Keith Richard's bag <laughs>
2: his guitar bag or his like drug bag
1: <laughs> drug bag his his proverbial pill bag
2: his pill bag yeah
1: I was in a band in the 70s called drug bag. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm gonna say Helena Bonham Carter has blown the money.
1: Yeah. Now listen, you guys gotta we gotta get your numbers before I don't want everyone cheating up each other. Let's do this legit for the first time in a year. Alright, I have
2: a number in my head. So Ruff, you have a number.
1: Okay. I have a number. I've got a number. My number is nineteen million. Okay. I'm gonna go
2: twenty eight.
1: Uh, I was right on the top. I had 30. 30, 30 28, 19. Helena Bonham Carter is, oh, someone has nailed it on the head. Oh, please beat me. You get the, 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 the two-point bonus, or the one-point bonus. One-point uh, bonus. It's to cross. Helena Bonham Carter has a net worth of 30 million dollars. <gasps> Ruffy
2: Ruffy up to Zep. You son of a bitch. If it was more
1: than that, God help us all.
2: Well, I mean, here's the thing. So many of her movies were boutique movies. They really were. <clears throat> that's why she was nominated so much, because they were all those
3: boutique type movies. I-, I submitted the amount that if it was
1: more than that, I want to kill
3: myself.
2: Yeah, that's a good point, too. <laughs> okay.
1: I like the threshold. That's good. Uh, all right. Next, we've got Anne Hathaway. Ooh, she could be worth a lot. I know.
2: Got to think about this one. She's I've got Ruffalo. my number.
1: Or she could be uh, s- s- less than you think. Really? I don't know. I'm just. I think she she can go either way. <clears throat> I've got my number, just like Ruffalo. <laughs>
2: Let's play the rough net worth game. Oh. Wait. Too many ex-wives.
3: No, no. I, I Remember, I cleared that. Remember, I...
2: True, you I, passed that hurdle. You and I talked about that. Yes, we did. I've got a number. Uh, I'm I'm taking a stab here, so... Rough, you got a number, or you...
1: I do. Yeah, I've got one. All right. Uh, Who's got, up for... I got 15. Um, want me to go? I, go
3: whatever. I got sixty-two million. Son of a bitch! I hope I'm, I'm going. I'm going with the
2: roughy guess of thirty million.
1: Oh, you fucking pricing her right, whore! Okay, I'm right in the. I'm right, right in, in the middle. middle.
2: I I I had the number before I said it. So yeah,
1: uh, I knew I was too low. Uh, Anne Hathaway has a net worth of thirty. Five million. Nice. Yes. Nice work, Crossy. Not
2: bad. I'm close. Little bitch.
3: I had another number that I crossed out, but I would have been wrong anyway. I had 48, and I moved it to 62. Mm. She's cute, too. She's all right. I mean, if she walked past you on the street, you wouldn't even look, look back at her. Come yeah. on. Well, what's she wearing? <laughs> if she was just wearing regular shit, you wouldn't even look twice.
2: Maybe not. I don't know. She's got the porcelainish
3: look. I don't know. I, I kind of dig it. Whatever. Yeah, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying, like, there's hot, there's many hotter regular people.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> All right. Uh, next is, uh, good old Rihanna. Oh. Well, this is tricky. This is very it's- tricky. This is so Damn. Ruff And I have have a, an ongoing conversation. Uh. That Rihanna is highly overrated in pretty much every way. Um, yes, yeah. And we we much prefer uh, uh, Ciara to Rihanna.
2: What about B? Where does she fit in here? I'd say she's she's trumps them all.
1: Oh, you, ab-
3: absolutely. Who? Beyonce. Beyonce. Oh yeah, yeah. With that
2: ass. with that ass. Yeah, we're we're talking B listers. Yeah, these are B-listers comparatively. Okay, but in we our have- mind, in our mind, they
3: are. In other people, they're big stars. But
2: here's yeah. the thing: Rihanna has has smashed it in a lot of respects. I know. I think that's she's. I mean, I don't know. I got. I
1: Who's going? I've got Everybody, a number. I don't. Like I'm so time. confused. I need more time. I know. I don't know where to go with this thing.
3: Because you got to imagine. Let, let's think for a minute, Bio. The first five years of her career, she got absolutely. She, Fucked right. in dollars. Right. So oh. she made nothing the first five years of her career because Jay Z just, you know, yeah, destroyed right. her on the contract. So it's less than we think is what I, I don't is have my a prediction. feel
1: for any musicians because of the state of the music industry and, and, and yeah downloads. Yeah, and right. I don't know what to do with that. It's true. But then, then but she's she, been on everything. She's been on
3: everyone's record. She's done
1: that. Shit. She does a lot of uh, a fair amount of movies. I don't know.
2: Well, relatively prolific.
1: Okay, I've got a number. I got one. Mike, what do you got? You
2: got 175 million.
1: Fucking hell! I'll go. I've got 35 million. See, I've got 59 oh. million. Wait, am I way off? You are way... Well, you, you might... Maybe, be maybe not. 35, 59, and
2: 175. <laughs> really? Like, I'm
1: like, way off. I hope it's I, not it's, 175. Right. It's, no. It is. Oh, my God. It. Oh, my God. No,
2: it's not 175.
1: Everyone hold on to their butts. Rihanna has a net worth of... Two hundred and forty-five million. Jesus Christ!
3: What? Hey, we know nothing about the music industry. I know. That's pretty impressive.
1: We thought Cross was out of left field, and he was seventy million short. Two forty-five.
2: Wow. All right. Well. We don't. Wow. Know. Good job, Crossy. Fucking hell. Tied two to two, and uh, oh, Bo's back in his normal spot.
1: Oh well, when I nail both of these on the nose, I'm going to win four to two. So there you go. Bring it on. All right, uh, a favorite of mine and Ruffalo's, uh, Kate Blanchett. Mm. Yes.
3: Now uh, here's the here's the thing, though, guys. Mm-hmm. She does a lot of those indie movies. Mm-hmm.
1: I know
2: that's. That's where my head is rough,
1: by well, the way. She's nowhere near fucking Rihanna. I know that. But she'll mix in a blockbuster now and then.
3: Well, that's the thing. Fuck. All right, I got it. I got it. She's
2: kind of sneaky sneaky hot, too. She definitely is.
3: She's She's a word that I don't know how to pronounce, but I, I know how to spell it's L-I-T-H-E. How do you say that? Live. That's what she is. Wow. That's pretty good.
1: I think, I like
3: think
2: she's got, like, she's got, I think it's her eyes.
1: I don't know what it is, but it, it's it's good. It's probably her vagina. Well, I mean,
2: yeah, that too. Um, uh,
1: that's pronounced vagine. Vagine.
2: Okay,
1: I'm ready. Let me out. I'm ready. Go ahead, Ruff. It. 120 mil. God damn it. I got 31. 131? No. I got 50. 31 with no one. 31,
2: oh, okay. 50, I have, and 120. Fuck. I got 50. I, didn't, I mean, too many indie movies. You you, you might be right, guys. You, I'm cutting
1: everyone. I don't believe in anyone's shit. You don't. You have no respect <laughs> for anybody. I don't think anyone's making anything anywhere. All right, uh, Kate Blanchett has a net worth of eighty-five million. Whoa! So wait, do I
2: get that based on fifty? You get it. No, I'm
1: closer. No, you get. No, you're wait, for, you're it's, thirty-five. It's, it's a tie. Away. It's a tie. It's a tie. Oh my god, it's a tie. It's is it a tie? It's a tie. It is both thirty-five million away.
2: Wait, what's she worth? Eighty-five.
1: Eighty-five. Yeah, I had one twenty.
2: Oh, yeah. So we are.
1: You guys are, are tied. Well, by 30. the way, my original
3: guess was going to be one ten, and then I scribbled down ninety, and I went back to one twenty.
1: Damn it! All right, you're you're tied three three. This next one is is the winner, maybe. I'm officially fucked. So that's good. As usual. Uh, okay, the last one. The uh, the Danny Ocean of this movie is uh, Sandra Bullock. Uh, I love her I for don't. some reason. I no. used to like her, and I don't like her so much anymore. I can't really say why. Well, I know why. I know why you don't like her,
3: because she plays that same version of herself in every movie, that babbling, Maybe. little confused thing. Yeah,
2: I, I'm with you. That's that's kind of where I am. I'm not a real big fan of
1: okay and, and you, you can't play that when you're 51 or whatever she is she's held up though she's held she's, up she's fine but she can't play that same character at that, at that age you're right
2: she's definitely held up hold up held up <laughs> well
3: uh, hold up hold up she's been in some blockbusters boys yeah I' I've got a number I've got a number I'
2: gonna think there's some money behind this. yep
1: yeah, I'm ready all
2: right I'm ready.
1: Uh, cross, what's your number?
2: Uh, 160.
1: Good guess. Rough? 185. I had 121. Hmm. Alright, this is for all the marbles. This is it. Ooh. Interesting. Sandwich Bullock has a net worth of She's over two. Is she? And even two hundred million. Look at that. Yeah. Rough win. Rough.
3: Rough. Nicely done. For producing what? You know what I mean? She made two hundred million dollars playing her own babbling self. And look at us fools.
2: (laughs) Well, I mean, you got it. you got it.
3: I'm trying to reinvent the ironing board, crosses in Toronto It's for Ah. clubs, BO's hosting (laughs) podcasts
2: you're trying to reinvent the ironing board is my favorite. The dong is my
3: favorite that's part of my that. Favorite. The wang, yeah.
2: the wang. 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 <laughs> yeah, you got the wang, the wang
3: button. I love that that mundane post produces gems like that. Like people just come out yes, with the wang, like that. man,
1: that, that, that's where you you put the iron is the wang. Perfect. All right. Yeah, you gotta so have I uh, have yeah. I have a bonus uh person for this week. Okay. Uh yeah. that's just to just just for fun, shits uh, and giggle. Yeah, what do you think the net worth of uh, Anthony Bourdain was? <laughs>
2: oh. before or after he bought the rope? I
1: got I got to think about all the coke
3: he probably snorted. I, I know, I know. I mean, and I guess, the, divor- the divorces.
2: Yeah, there are multiple divorces. A lot of cocaine. I'm thinking
3: I got a I number.
2: Know. I'm thinking not much.
3: No, it's more than you think.
2: No, more than more than you think, but not like I'm not thinking he's like yeah. I have I have a number.
1: I'll I'll yeah, go, I'll, I'll, go I'll go 11.
3: 11 11 million. No, no. Oh no, no, it's way more. Okay. Okay, Rocky.
1: My up? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm going with 110 million. Oh, Ten times as much! Holy Fuck. shit!
2: Now I'm starting to get. I'm at 15. You so might be right,
3: guys. I I just have a feeling he made more because of all the syndication of that show
1: and.
2: Oh, I know, but you got to think about how much money that guy blew. you're right. You guys might be right. And That's just my, my guess.
1: He wasn't on NBC or anything or, or Netflix. or well, yeah, I guess he was, probably was on, on Netflix.
2: Network and
1: yeah,
2: I'm thinking 15. 15 is. He's he's way over fifteen. All right, that may might be.
1: Okay, hang on here. Oh, this is surprising. Anthony Bourdain had a net worth of sixteen million.
2: Wow, Wow. he's got the two pointer.
1: We were almost there.
2: He got you know he got throttled in those divorces. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, throttled.
1: He snorted at least $15 of it. Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, those TV you know what shows I, did fine, I'm sure, but not that great. And, you know, I don't know.
2: My favorite Bourdain uh, quote over these last couple weeks was that um, your body is not a temple. It's an amusement park. Enjoy the ride.
3: <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. That's about right. No, I,
2: I'm with him on that.
3: Well, I'm not exactly with him. He's um, taking a dirt nap.
2: Look, I'm not saying, like, I'm saying, I think he was relating it more to food than anything.
3: Yeah, I mean, look, your genetics play 70% of what's going to happen to you. Yeah. You can only fuck it up a little.
2: <laughs> 30%. Yeah,
3: I mean, if you stay relatively thin and
1: don't smoke, you have a good shot. Oh, he smoked a lot. He smoked a lot. Oh yeah, I mean, Smoke. let's look at uh, let, let's do a callback to Keith Richards. I mean, if you know,
2: genetics. Exactly. Is well, he's just got the genetics.
1: You can't. We need. We need to, we need to start. start fuck we're
2: be behind for Keith Richards.
1: <laughs> he's a fossil.
2: The guy'll never die.
3: Yeah. No. He he will never die. So yeah, true. And I think it's because he's pickled. Yeah, you're you're right. You know, Brian. You cut him open man. and Brian comes out.
2: Where is the where is the tipping point on that when you go from just being like teetering on the edge of death to being so pickled that you probably can't die?
1: I, I think he's it. He's the definition yeah, he, of
3: it.
2: Well, he's he is by far the definition.
1: If he was cremated, how long would his body burn? <laughs> it you wouldn't would, stop. He's like a charcoal briquette. <laughs> he be, eternal flame. <laughs> yeah. <peace.
2: laughs>
3: I have something else to submit on this podcast. Bring it in. Please. I would like to share with the group.
2: Please. Fantastic.
3: Have you guys (laughs) had... Every time I think about this, I start laughing. Because it was the best show that I've seen in a long time. I don't watch TV either, other than Shark Tank and sports. So when I happened to tune into this, me and Blanca watched it, we were absolutely giddy about, about this show. It was a show on, I believe, CNBC, where Alex Rodriguez helps a former professional athlete get back on his feet financially with advice. Really? Have you seen this? Really? No. no.
2: Is this for real?
3: It's for real. It? cross Where's you have to look that? it up. What the? Are you You kidding? absolutely have to look it up because here's the premise. It's Joe Smith. B.O., you know Joe Smith. Yeah. Basketball. Number one, Yeah, number one pick out of Maryland. Yeah. Um, made $200 million in his career, lost it all. all right, so immediately we know he's an idiot, right?
2: Of course. Of course he did.
3: So he's gonna go to A-Rod for advice. And the best thing about the show is, first of all, A-Rod's a baseball player, and he's not a financial analyst or advisor (laughs) of any sort. And he gives the most mundane advice on the show.
1: Mm.
3: Like, hey, um, I wanna teach you how to manage your money. Like, you're spending 200, you know, you're spending 20,000 a month and you're making three. So on my math, you are negative 17,000 a month. Uh, Times 12 equals... I was like, is this fucking real? Like, is someone filming this? Where was this show?
0: It, it had to be like
3: 30 days ago or 60 days ago on CNBC. On it's CNBC.
1: Fucking hell. Yep. You,
3: you absolutely have to find it online somewhere. But then it gets better. Like, then A-Rod it, like, tries to help him out with like advice. And he like brings in like advisors and things like that to help him out. But he has them come to his house. So, of course, it's a, it's a commercial for A-Rod Enterprises, yeah, basically. Yeah, Enterprises. Like, on. hey, why don't you meet me at my house? And then they show, like, from above, like, his giant castle of a house.
1: What a maniac.
0: <laughs> it's so good.
3: It's, <laughs> it, it, I mean, it's honestly, I couldn't believe that I was watching it.
2: A-Rod is proof that anybody can make it.
3: Absolutely.
2: You know, I mean, he gives me hope. That's the one thing I will say about A-Rod.
3: He he might be one of the worst people, one of the biggest phonies on earth. Planet,
1: yeah, yeah. It's he's it's
3: great. <laughs> you have to search for that and find it because I'm telling you, it's the best hour of your your time you could spend.
2: Joe Smith, huh? Joe Smith fucked up two hundred million,
3: but he lost. Yeah, he lost it all. Oh, and the, the other part of the show that's great that you guys will really love. Is Joe Smith has been through like one or two divorces, and yeah. he's fi- he's with like this stripperish chick now. Like, you could tell she was a stripper. Of Man. course, yeah. Of course. Yeah. And so, to her, he's the Pied Piper. He's like the greatest guy ever. Oh, yeah. Right. When to him, she's just like a chick that he's with right now. You uh. know, it's like. And so, she desperately wants him to be her prince, and like, she wants him to marry her, and that's like her dream. And he's kind of like, I don't know oh, how to that... fucking marry you. I've Those guys divorced. like. like
1: Joe yeah. Smith and Antoine Walker and whoever else, fucking, it's, oh. it's, it's, it's insane. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, the Antoine bad power forward that blew it all, right?
2: Antoine Walker blew it bad. Yeah. He, blew he sure, it sure did.
3: Yeah.
2: yeah. Especially for a kid, you know, had a decent education. He just fucked it up.
3: He's also on the All dough team. Mm. Oh yeah, he's good. The, That's a he's good dead, one. Definitely
2: a bad bod. Definitely. Totally.
3: It's like, hey, just do a push-up once a year. Like, give me something. Let me see if there's a tricep in there.
2: I get the tries, but I'm still got the dad bod.
3: <laughs> yeah, but you're not a professional athlete That's burning right. off 5,000 calories a day. That's right. Think about how many filet fish he has to eat to stay doughy. Filet. Yeah, you're on.
2: You're probably on two double double no. filet fishes a day.
3: What does he have to eat? Like a batch of cookie dough before practice? <laughs>
2: cookie just dough. eating no, a sleeve dude, of cookie dough like
3: a jewels.
2: Rough, he goes to the jewels and he gets the tube stuff. The cookie yeah. dough.
1: That's what I was picturing. Ooh, exactly. Yeah.
2: You don't even have to like work. You just cut the end off and then you just start
1: He eats you know, it like, like a slim Jim. Like,
2: yeah, like a slim Jim he squeezes, or
1: a he squeezes stuff. the end of it like one of those flavor ice. Oh uh, yeah fucking push-pop.
2: A push-pop, yeah.
3: All I'm right. having a snack. What are you eating? A sleeve of cookie dough. Oh, sleeve God, I'm going to vomit. <laughs> he probably gave it to his buddy Reggie Reggie Lewis. That's what happened.
1: Oh, Reggie. Oh, Reggie. Reggie. I like Reggie. And he had grab her.
3: All
2: right,
1: listen, assholes. Uh, it's getting late. I got shit to do. It's
2: over. It's uh, over.
1: Wrap it up. Are this is a good one. You,
2: know, are you? are you just going to put it out there free for him? What? Are you gonna edit this or are you well, gonna put it out there? I'll
1: edit a little bit, but it'll be mostly intact. Hey, I've got a submission for
3: next time, which better not be a year and a half from now, like the last one was. No, it wasn't
1: a year and a half. But, so but now that the kids are done, but with how about school, future? Do this more often. What's that? Now that the kids are done with school and I can fucking take a breath, we can do this more often.
2: When okay. are you? Uh, when are you back in Chicago, Ralph? We should
1: do a live. I've got to get back there this summer,
3: so let's figure that out. We'll okay. definitely do one live.
1: Yeah,
3: here, here, here's a, a topic for us to consider. It's not one we should solve here today, but what's the next future diplomat? So we got like Kim Kardashian, oh, Rodman. Man. Who's, who's going to be next? That's going to impact the world.
2: That's a good. I like this
3: topic. Right? Like it's got to be. You got to be crazy. I got to open up your mind. It could be anybody. Drake. Gilbert Gottfried
2: Gilbert Godfrey or Drake.
3: It, right. It could be either one. Like that's not crazy. To say either one of those people. Hmm. I like That's that. how far we've fallen. Is it Carrot Top? Is he going to solve the world? <laughs> Is he going to bring peace to the Middle East? Carrot Top,
1: possibly. Right. It's got to be someone yep. younger. It's got to be like a Bieber or somebody, right? Maybe I don't know.
2: Could it be Bieber? Bieber would be a good one because he. Like
3: Robin, he was pretty irrelevant, and now all of a sudden he's like you know very relevant.
2: I like that he was on TV with a pot coin T-shirt on.
1: He's such a
3: yeah. He's trainer. he's a real winner. He's a real winner.
2: He's is, he is, uh he's an interesting
3: cat. So, so who's it going to be? Like, think about that. Like, there's going to be somebody else, a B-list celebrity, like Scott Bayo. All of a sudden, he's <laughs> in the news. Chachi.
2: He said, Chachi's already had his ten minutes of fame by bashing every Democrat on the planet.
1: All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, write that one down, and and we'll add that to the list for next time for sure.
3: All right, okay. let's I have another one, too, just to consider again for next time. Goon Squad. You create your own Goon Squad to go around and beat people up. Who do you want on your Goon Squad?
2: Oh. I want O'Neill. Right out the gate, I want O'Neill. <laughs> he brings a baseball bat. Oh.
3: Yeah. Think, think about that, though. That's a fun game.
1: That's a good one. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm done. All, All right, good. boys. All right, guys. Peace, Peace out.
0: Peace. It was lovely. See you, gentlemen. Yeah. Follow us on Twitter at IrishPubCast. There's a county map to go with the wall, a hurl, a stick, in a shinty bowl, a brick, the brack, the crack, and all. Let's call it an Irish pub. Caffrey's hot, coquetti the Guinness pot and the cabbage crack. The eye don't want to be paddy-trap, we'll call it an Irish pub. While I'll be fucked, to swear upon the holy book. The only crack you get is a slap in the ear. We'll Burst your filthy mug If you draw one more shot, give me beer <laughs> We'll raise a price of beer A dollar will a shirt in colour with fire, bloody tie, colour and colour, an Irish pub. The yeah, got bombs and double shots, the underage just think us. We fight the drinks and pay the cost. We got us an Irish pub. The quick run in the filthy pub, the and grass across the lug of the lady, oh the dirty dog. We got us an Irish pub. It's over to me, it's over to you. We we'll skip along the avenue. And who the hell is running through? We got us an Irish pub. Just ran upon the holy boat The only crack you get is a slap in the air When I'll be fucked Don't first, your filthy mug If you drop one more shot, I'll give me beer The bounces, they can pick the fights, we'll call it an Irish pub. Plastic cups upon his floor, we'll host the blood run right out the door. I let the knuckles we'll back for more, we'll got is an Irish pub. Well, I'll be fucked, you slid upon the holy boot. The only crack you'll get is a slap in the ear. Well, I'll be fucked, you'll love first, you your filthy mug. If you draw one more shot, I'll give me beer. <laughs> The morning, got a kiss me, I'm Irish, Molly Malone, a punch Just slant, a pug, my home, we got us an Irish pub. let the punches, trick the willows, strike me up the rakes, so I'm Malone, a We never runs so shallow, we got us an Irish pub. Well, I'll be fucked, I swear upon the holy book, the only crack you get is a slap in the ear. Well, I'll be fucked, i love the first you filthy mug, if you draw one more shamrock, keep me break.